The following program is a production of All The Way Live Entertainment. This show is sponsored by APCW Wrestling Academy. Learn wrestling from WWE Hall of Famer Robert Gibson. If you're interested in becoming a professional wrestler, contact them at 770-871-5417 or online at apcwdouglasville at gmail.com. Also, buy a collar and elbow brand. Save 10% on your next purchase by using our discount code WPNRussell. That's WPNRussell at checkout and get a discount on great collar and elbow products. You know, when we all have our 15 minutes of fame, and I'd like to take a couple of my 15 minutes to talk about the rights and the wrongs in the world of professional wrestling. This match is for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship! It is the interview so nice I had to do it twice, or at least that's what I, you know, I tell myself. The truth of the matter is I had to begrudgingly tell this young lady the one thing that no man wants to tell a, a lovely young lady is that I had equipment failure. Uh, our first interview was completely lost, and uh, however, she was nice enough to come back and do this thing again. And I've given this a significant amount of time since our last talk, so nearly everything that I and she and we have spoken about has been forgotten. Uh, so it is fresh all over again, and without further ado, and I'm going to try to get this all in one breath, she is one half of the Sabotage Tag Team Champion. She's the fun and fun and sexy, the master of the hula hoop, hailing from the summer 69, the once a former San Francisco treat, Phoebe. Yes, <laughs> you got it all in one breath. <laughs> Uh, you know, I couldn't remember. I was, I was actually, you, you I was said, actually holding my breath. <laughs> you were holding your breath for that one. I was, I was trying to make yeah. sure that I got it all in there. I know, you know, I'm trying to get you the um, the royal treatment, roll out the red carpet, if you will. You know, <laughs> figuratively speaking. And, and I do remember. This is one thing I do recall uh, at the time when I started studying or doing research on your matches before you were being announced as the San Francisco treat. I think you were working to try to kind of phase that down last I recall. Yes, I haven't been called that since I left Oklahoma. Some people, like I went to Oklahoma, I worked a show, it was like my last match of 2018. And the only people that still call me San Francisco treat is all the promotions in Oklahoma. I'm forever going to be that in Oklahoma. I, for some reason, can't get that out. <laughs> well, well, you know, I, I won't encourage the, the San Francisco treat thing, which is why I added in the once and former San, San Francisco treat. So, you know, to you promoters out there, she is, she is no longer the San Francisco treat. She's the Texas treat, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> is that such a thing? Phoebe. It's, it's, no, it's, oh, <laughs> there's uh, no you, such thing. <laughs> well, you could be the first. I mean, look, you're wrestling. You have to have some sort of crazy, over-the-top, weird, wild moniker 
that you could toss at people. I mean, Master of the Hula Hoop is, I, I think, pretty impressive in and of itself, but still. You know, I, I've never been called a master of anything, so I appreciate that. <laughs> well, okay, so so I think what we could do now is we can get that kind of started. Phoebe, Master of the Hula Hoop and, and Balloon Animals. Can you do Balloon Animals? I, I haven't, only because, and I remember talking to someone about this recently, I would look back on videos or pictures, and my hair is just completely wild. My eyebrows are smeared, like, the balloon starts to deflate, like, when I hand them out, either if it gets too hot or too cold. Um, if it's too hot, there have been numerous times where the balloon would pop on someone's head or pop in my hand. So I kind of just took that out for a little bit. I still have loads of balloons, though. I, I am thinking about bringing them back in, but for now, I'm trying to figure out a way to make it work without popping or shrinking or, you know, wasting my time on this beautiful balloon and it won't last for like five seconds. <laughs> well, you know, you can always incorporate that if you ever go heel. Now, now let me just say up front, I do not perceive Phoebe as a heel. That, that's just me. Now, you could be a fantastic heel for all I know, but I don't, you know, you seem far too nice. You such a lovely smile, all that good stuff. I just, I just can't see you as mean. But if you were going to do it, that'd be the time to do it. Like hand somebody a, a half, half ass balloon animal, you know, it pops or pop it in their face. Yeah, yeah. Then, see, there you go. You wouldn't have to worry about this. Like, here you go, kid. Pow. All right. You know, just got to move on. There's been a few times where I, I like I, I'm just now debuting for a promotion, mm-hmm. and it was for uh, there's this promotion in Texas. It's Southern Plains Championship Wrestling, and I debuted there. I went out there, hula hoop and all, fantastic fun time, and then all of a sudden I'm just hearing boos. People are just booing me like they wanted to see me get beat up. I don't know why. I was really nice. I was trying to get the crowd going, but they're just booing me. And so if the crowd wants to see me get beat up, then I guess that's what they're going to get today. <laughs> it was, it was, there's, there's been like three times where I'm like completely floored. I'm like, damn, they don't like me. <laughs> Well, you know, wrestling fans, uh, we, we tend to get a little fickle sometimes. And, and I know some crowds are, you know, it, it's tough being a, a, a pure heart baby face in some areas because they, they, I think people just boo just for the sake of booing when, when that is presented to them, depending on where you are, you know. Because, again, I, I really have a hard time looking at you and saying, oh, heel, you know, that's. You know, my home promotion, or my, my former home, Compound, in Oklahoma, even though I was being me, I was an, I was a bad guy. And, but I didn't do bad guy things. It was just, they just didn't like me. I was like, okay, I guess they just don't like me for no reason. And then the, um, re- uh, it was like me and Skylar Spice were like the last two women that lasted before we left Compound. Um, but she was just this badass, dominant force and 
barely cracking a smile. They're cheering her, and I'm coming out here all happy and bubbly every time. Never <laughs> fails. They just did not like me. I didn't know what was going on, but I gave them what they wanted, and that was just get beat up. <laughs> well, you know, in fairness to Scholar, she is the dominant Scholar slice, so, you know, they... I think that there's a certain amount of uh, respect that people have just watching somebody who just gets to come out and just beat people up. Yeah, and and, and I I wouldn't be working Skylar. I'd be working like Erica or Nikki Knight, and the same crowd just did not like me. I was like, I guess I, <laughs> I don't know what to do anymore. So oh, I mean. At, at first, it like completely again like threw me off balance. But then after a while, it doesn't matter what I want; it matters what the fans want. And as long as they're entertained, and if it's getting chopped numerous times or superplex numerous times, and so be it. <laughs> how how long has it been now? Because you know, I, I feel like there's been you know you probably had a significant amount of growth. Since we've uh, since we tried to do this interview originally, I know you you were moving at the time, or or you, or you just finished moving. I think one of the two. And uh, oh yeah, I just finished moving. Yeah, no, okay. no, I was just in the process of it because we kept scheduling. It's like oh, like I'm moving this week, and then like I had to like go back to Oklahoma and pick up some more stuff. I finally like moved in. And my birthday's Monday, so I'm having some people over. Oh, well, well, happy birthday to you. Thank you. I had to think of what my age was, like, uh, like a week ago. (laughs) That that's the sure sign that you that that you're young, right there. It's it's like I don't remember how old I am. (laughs) That you you I keep saying I'm like I keep saying I'm like 25. I'm not 25. I'm 26, but it's close. It's close. Well, I mean, you're still in in like the the wonder years. So you know, you you got life by by the throat. That that's that 25, 26. The wonder years. I'm still wondering <laughs> what I'm doing. <laughs> what are you doing? You, you, you got it. What are you talking about? We, we have this thing figured out. You you are. Phoebe, master of the hula hoop, professional wrestler. Yes. That that is that is a title beyond all titles. I don't know if there's another human being on the planet that can walk around and say that they have that master of the hula hoop and pro wrestler. You're right. I haven't. I haven't seen someone. I, I, yeah. I. I mean, I have seen like a couple of wrestlers or or uh, female wrestlers that like come out the hula hoop. But not really like live it, you know. They just they just have the hula hoop to have the hula hoop. I, I have numerous hula hoops. It's ridiculous well, well, in my house. I, I think your Instagram <laughs> kind of uh, illustrated that. I, I saw you do, and and by the way, uh, would you just say your Instagram right since I bring it up? So if anybody's looking to see this particular video, they can find you. What what is your Instagram, please? Oh, it's uh, Phoebe underscore one love. Okay. All lowercase. All right. So if you go to that Instagram, I believe you posted one where you have like this light up hula hoop and you're kind of, you know, practicing the, the, the whole routine and whatnot. But behind you on the wall was like eight or ten other hula 
<laughs> all the hula oh, just kind of hanging, hanging there. And I, and I'm sure that's probably not all of them, but I'm just saying. Oh, there's more than just eight. <laughs> oh, okay. So, well, I think that's what I mostly like spend my money on is hula hoops. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And, and for those that are listening for wrestling stuff, I promise I will get to the wrestling stuff in a minute. I just, you know, I have to, I have to engage this now. I have to understand the the fascination with the hula hoop. So we're gonna dive into this. We're gonna do a deep dive into the hula hoop phenomenon that exists inside of Phoebe's world right now. Uh, so so tell me, Phoebe. What, first off, you have more than eight, which which is probably you know seven more than I would ever own. <laughs> so, so I need to know why is having one other hula hoop different than the last? Because I'm sure well, there's some reason. Oh, one one reason is there's different type of colors, designs. There's like light up hula hoop. There's mini hula hoops where it's like you can do two at once, which I'm still trying to learn. There's fire poise, which is a hula hoop and fireball sticking out. I'll get back to that later. And then that's just it. There's so many different sizes, so many thickness of it. I I even have a weighted hula hoop that's about three pounds. Okay, now what what does the weighted hula hoop provide you? Is that for a, a particular type of trick? Or, I mean, it's got to be for some some version of performance. It, it 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 mostly helps me with not not body control, but just being able to like feel the hula hoop on my body, if that makes sense. You know, just kind of being one with my body and swaying and just feeling where the hula hoop lands, like on my shoulder, feeling it on my back, on my neck, on my hand, and and then once I get to like a lighter hula hoop, it's easier for me to like move with it because i can feel it you, you know what i mean okay so ha- having the weighted hula hoop basically trains your body to be ready for let's say average average weight hula hoop because average weight hula hoop yeah. clearly isn't three pounds but if you can handle a three pounder then you can surely handle this i guess it'd be like the difference of driving a stick shift opposed to a man if you can if you can handle a stick shift you can drive any other car that's true. I do not know how to drive a stick. I know how to go like reverse and like first gear, but that's about it. Oh my goodness! It took me a while to learn how to drive a stick. I'm not even sure if I can still do it. I haven't had to drive a stick in ooh probably over ten years at this point, but I had to learn. Oh my gosh! I hope I never get to drive one. Oh my goodness! There, there, there is a perk. <laughs> I understand where you're coming from. I, I get it because. Getting behind the wheel of those and having to shift, it, it can be intimidating, to say the least. But, and this is this is a lesson for all you kids out there that, that haven't done it yet, uh, th- there is a perk to that. One thing, if you have a stick to a car, you, you almost are not remotely concerned about somebody coming up trying to steal that thing. It's, it's just not a commonly stolen item. It's just, Mm-mm. you know, they, they or see that. if move on or if the world ends and you have to immediately get into a car and it's a stick shift you can drive it that, that's right you know, and get away 
And that's why I say, if, if you know how to drive one of those, you will know you can pretty much drive any other vehicle that's around. That's true. I've heard that. I have never tried it. I don't have the patience for it. You got this. Yes, you do. You look at listen to the patience you're telling me about learning the hula. <laughs> I, you probably told me more about hula hoops right now than I have ever known in my lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> do you realize that? It's I, a little passion of mine. I enjoy it. I just—it's like and, I'm a kid again. And that's great. That's great because you know when you're passionate about stuff and you and you you dive into it and you find out things that the average person would not. I I never knew that there was a, such a thing as a weighted hula hoop. Oh, it's mostly for like it, it's a good like ab workout too. Don't get me wrong. Try and do that for ten minutes and like your sides are sore. And see, I didn't know that. I would have never known that. <laughs> the only thing I would have ever known about a hula hoop is you get it from a, you could have got it from a toy store. Mm-hmm. And, and I am Walmart. sure that the ones that you're getting are not from toy stores. Oh no! Like the my light up hula hoop is like three hundred dollars. My cheap, yeah, my cheapest hula hoop. Um, it's like I want to say thirty dollars. That's the cheapest. Yeah, and I have more than eight hula hoops. You can just imagine how much money I've spent on hula hoops. So, so you know, now we have to find some kind of way to incorporate this back into your your wrestling world because you already come out with it. So, yeah. I mean, so that's 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 a perk right there. But you know, I, I'm thinking at this point you should be selling yourself as, hey, during the intermission, I can go out there and uh, put on a, a show. With the the two and three hula hoops at a time or something like that, with the turn out the lights and I'll break out the light up hula hoop. You know I've done that before, but also you're not gonna believe me when I say this, but I get kind of shy when like all eyes are on me in that way. (laughs) I do. I get a little bit nervous. My hands get a little bit more sweaty. You know, I'm just afraid I'm gonna miss the hula hoop, but. I do work for an entertainment company called E3 Entertainment as a stilt walker. And if you want to book me as a hula hooper for your nightclub, for your party, for a little school get-together or anything, E3Entertainment.com. Well, you know, I'm still trying to get you. I just did a little plug. <laughs> I, yeah, I saw that. It, it, I, I got no problem with the shameless plug. That 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 was that's, that works. I'm still trying to get you to Atlanta, you know. <laughs> I think the last time we spoke, I, that, that was one of the questions. Why haven't you made it into Atlanta? You and Baby D, fun and sexy, tag team champions, you should have made it into the city by now to defend against, you know, some some of the tag team. And you, you're at a prime time right now because you know there's going to be a trickle-down effect of these tag team championships that the women are getting in WWE. Of course, yeah. every other promotion in the world is now going to start feeding off uh, women tag teams all of a sudden. You know that? Yeah, we, we are definitely going to venture out more. Um, I, like, her and I both want to change the way that women are viewed in wrestling. Like, you don't need to be a certain type. You don't need to be tan and beautiful. You don't need to be, like, outrageously scary to stand out or anything. You can just be you. And have fun and be confident. And I, I remember earlier you were talking about, like, 
my growth in wrestling. I think the one thing that I've really shown was confidence. And I didn't really have confidence when I first started out wrestling. It took me this past year, like I just moved to Texas in April. It took me three months into training down here in Texas to look confident. And then I started like getting compliments from other workers, just saying that they could see the confidence in me that they didn't see in the first place. So I think that's what's really helped me just in wrestling alone is I'm confident in what I'm doing. I'm confident in myself. I'm confident in my person that I'm working with, my, my opponent, and my tech partner. So it confidence is definitely key in wrestling. If you don't have confidence in what you're doing or what you're selling to the audience, then you're not you're, you're not going to achieve those goals, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's, I can see that. And, and it's good that you have a, a self-aware that you've grown in that way. You know, I think um, for the benefit of, of the fact that the first interview was lost, I got to recap on uh, one or two things here. Um, let's go back to the reasons as to why you got into wrestling in the first place. I know you, you've talked to me about it before. I don't remember, you know, it's been months now, so it's kind of vague. But uh, definitely for the benefit of those who, who work in on that conversation that's everybody <laughs> let's let's talk about how phoebe got involved in wrestling to start wrestling to start oh my gosh it uh i started watching ecw i i just remember i couldn't sleep one night i was really young i can't remember the age but i was really young and my uncle was watching wrestling it was just loud in the living room, I just went and peeked and see what he was watching, and I saw Sabu get tore up uh, from Terry Funk, and I, I, I just because I, I recently watched this match like a few months ago, but he tore his bicep. Oh yeah, he had it, it was it was a barbed wire match. That's right, the barbed wire massacre. He cut his bicep open. Yes. Yeah, and just like mid power bomb, he's like taping his bicep close and still falling through with it. And most kids would be like, "Oh my gosh!" But I was completely fascinated with it. My mom didn't really like the fact that I was fascinated with it, so it was kind of like I had to wait till she was asleep on certain nights, and then my uncle wouldn't say anything, and then I'll just go and like watch ECW with him, um, and then. Years later, uh, grew up, I didn't, and I found about Monday Night Wars mm-hmm. and Monday Night Raw and WC, oh, not years later, maybe like a few months later. I'm over-exaggerating on that bit, but I it was just channel surfing, and I clicked on Monday Night Raw, and I found WCW, like, there's more? There's more wrestling? And then my mom, of course, didn't want me to watch it, so I... I ended up stopped watching wrestling up until, oh, I want to say like college. This is like right after I graduated high school. And I don't know for the life of me why I just went on my YouTube and looked up professional wrestling. But then ever since then, it was kind of like memories were coming back. And then I went full submerged and caught up on almost everything that I've missed growing up just because I, I couldn't watch it 
Mm. And yeah, it was really fascinating. I just gone back and I, it was, I was kind of like embarrassed a little bit, but then when I found out like other people like wrestling and they, they liked it just as much as I did, it was mostly guys, of course. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> and it, that, that's initially how I got into it. And then, and back home, the compound had shows every Saturday and I was just bored one night driving around and I saw a kiosk that said live professional wrestling. I went to the compound shows for a month. I went every Saturday for a month and was like really thinking about, do I want to do this? I was researching more and more and more about like, like the, like the pros and cons, you know, reading people that talked about wrestling, like how much they've missed in life and just how hard it is and everything that was needed for them to pursue it. And, I finally just went up to the announcer because he said, you know, if you want to be a professional wrestler or learn the steps, you blah, 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 come to me after the show and I'll get you connected to the right people. So I waited and introduced myself. He introduced me to the promoter, uh, which happened to be the trainer as well. And I started training. And then my first match I sprained my neck and spine, and I was out for over a month, and, but that didn't stop me. I still kept going. <laughs> and then, to, like, I was so, like, I was so comfortable in Oklahoma and with the same people that I, I, didn't, I didn't have a desire to take it to the next level until I went to my first seminar, which was Rise in Chicago, and I met 60-plus women wrestlers of different shapes, different styles, different personalities from many different places. And I think that was the moment that I was like, oh, like, you can go out and do more stuff. It was just more going out of your comfort zone. And it took me a while, definitely did. You know, I, I haven't even lived in Texas for a year yet, and it took me two, uh, two years of wrestling to finally get out of my comfort zone and finally be able to, like, wrestle different people, which, I mean, there were some bad experiences, but it's lessons learned. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and then whenever I went on Sabotage Wrestling and I, I, I wrestled, like, two of their shows, and then whenever I found out I was going to be their tag team champions with Skylar Slice, I was like super excited about it because she's like, we, she she she's like the first person I ever met. I, you know, I trained with her. You know, I freaking love her kid and her family. And <laughs> then she ended up getting pregnant, which everyone knows now. Uh, th- then then when he asked, I couldn't really say anything, but cast out the bag now. Oh yeah, um, yeah. There's, there's no, <laughs> no shock there if you go on her uh, IG page. You know, it is is common knowledge, and uh, and the, the, what you're talking about now for those who kind of missed it, like you said, uh, just a little bit of recap. You, you originally was won the tag team championships with Skylar, right? And we didn't get to defend the title. No, <laughs> Not one yet. Didn't get the chance to defend it, so that kind of. Uh, what, what did I say? Uh, necessity is the mother of invention, and, and uh, so, 
So you had to, somebody had to invent a new tag team based off of that because you know you still were available. You just needed a partner to kind of slot into where Skyler was. And lo and behold, we have Baby D. Yes, we. She was. It was a, a gauntlet match, and we were. She was one of three. It was her, me, and Skylar were the last people. And so, of course, since she was the last person besides Skylar to be, um, it, it was. It was like a last woman standing, or last two women standing, were the tag team champions. And they they paired us together, and honestly, it we have such great chemistry. At first, like I was a little bit nervous because you know I've I've met Baby D in passing. I've been on a few shows with her. She's always seemed like a really good, laughable person. Like she just has this energy, you know. She's just she's so charismatic. Kids love her. People just love her. Um, and. This was also, like, before I, like, moved to Texas, and she, like, she also helped me get the confidence in me and remind me why I even started wrestling, and that was just to have fun, not necessarily try and go anywhere with it. It was just something that I've always wanted to do and just wanted to have fun with it, and she brought that into me, which the whole fun part came into play, and then her sexiness came into play, and then... We're, we've been the tag team champions for over a year now, and we've debuted in uh, Kansas City and Illinois, all over Texas. Now, this year, we, we can't really, I can't really give out too much information, but we do have some really awesome opportunities that I can't wait for to, to even announce, but everything hasn't set in stone just yet. Okay. Well, that's fair. We don't, we don't want to jinx anything by you know, saying, well, you know, this is what we're going to do, and then that falls through. So we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. let that slide. But I um, I do believe I know what you're talking about with the, the Illinois show. Was that uh, Berwyn Championship Wrestling? Did you uh, you guys went up there? Did, yeah. Did, did, did the titles in a, in a three-way. I actually got the chance just before that show to – uh, I don't know if it, I don't remember if it was he the promoter or the booker, but I, I, I got the chance to talk with one of the, the gentlemen there. We and we went through the entire card. I mean, he had a really loaded show, so I I, uh, I was kind of happy for him. I was like, man, you, you got a lot of people, a lot of them that I hadn't met or talked to yet. But then there was a significant amount of people there that, like yourself and uh, As Ali, I don't think Aja and and Ravina Sin made it up there. I think they they had to call out. Um, great Cheyenne and, and you know, just just a just a slew of really talented ladies that were there and scheduled to be there. So, I mean, I I thought that was like really really great. It was the first time that I can recall that you and Baby D were working a show outside of the normal area. So I thought that was that was cool to see. Yeah, it was also um, Baby D's like first couple of times outside of Texas. This whole time she's been wrestling in Texas and we ended up pairing up and we're we're gonna go out, make those drives. Well, Fun and sexy worldwide. <laughs> you know, that's a T shirt right there. That's a T shirt. <laughs> yes. You, you, you need to you need to jump on that. I, I know you didn't mean it but you need to jump on that if you're <laughs> sexy worldwide. 
There are so many t-shirt ideas that we have. It's ridiculous. It's just now you just added one to the pile. <laughs> now we're just indecisive now. <laughs> okay. Well, well, just put that in the in the notebook. You know, that that's got a good ring to it. It, says, it sounds. It good. does. You know, and uh, on that worldwide tour, just make sure that you mark off Atlanta, Georgia, and that's somewhere. I'm, I've been I've been wanting to go to Atlanta, Georgia, yeah. just in general. Uh, well, then come on, you know. <laughs> the, the 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 doors are open for you and Baby D, or just in general, like you said. But but I'm sure your tactic partner will you know breeze through this interview at some point. So Baby D, I'm telling you. Bring, bring your partner on out here. Oh, she'll be down. She's always down. That, well, that, there it is, right there. <laughs> Done. We just need to fire y'all some opponents. That, that's that's it. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of women tag teams, but now since WWE like unveiled this women tag team championship, I'm hoping that there's more women tag teams aside from like the random hookups that promotions do on girls because ju- just in texas alone like it's just me and baby d and the twisted sisters right now yeah you know i was thinking about that now i know we're going to be talking about the the landscape of women's wrestling here for a moment you know so everybody that's listening i'm sure you can leave your your two cents leave your comments to what you think about what we're talking about below um I, I kind of view that one of two ways. One, that you have your promoters that follow suit of everything that the WWE does. So with tag team championships and putting emphasis on women, I think that you're going to get a few that's going to just produce some tag teams out the clear blue. You know, my problem, my only concern with that is I don't think that there's a good amount of them that know how to sustain it. Because I, I saw, I'm just going to speak for here, there was a, a, a couple of months, or let, let's say or a little bit over a year, where the women's wrestling had gotten hot in this area, and it's just tapered off. Like, like oh, the, they all moved to Texas. Well, they, they started <laughs> taking bookings elsewhere. They start, like I said, they, they, some of them get flown into Texas, and then they go back, and uh, it's... That whoever it was, I mean, and I'm not going to call out any promotions by name, but the ones that were doing it, they just and running like all girl shows, they just stopped doing it. <laughs> oh man! Or at least it, it just wasn't. It was no longer a focal point for 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 whatever reason. And I, I I don't get it, but that's that's me. But, I don't get it either. Oh, it's probably because the, the the one thing that I I usually um that I've noticed some promotions run like on the same day. It's like the second Saturday of every month. Some pro- like they they just keep it a second Saturday. They don't change to the first or the third or like think about like a Friday show. So maybe that could be it. Well, you're right because the one that I work with works every he's booked every Saturday for the rest of 2019. Okay. Every every second Saturday, sorry, <laughs> for for the rest of 2019. Oh. So he's he's got he's just that's his that's his day. But you know what? We're gonna we're gonna work on that, Phoebe. We're gonna we're gonna work on trying to get some women's wrestling back into this area because uh, you know, hey, it's what I do. It's the Women's Pro Wrestling Network. 
And it, I can't have a women's pro network if I don't have women wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the key thing. So, so I, I think that it has now uh, become my mission this year, 2019, to find some way to open those doors up just a little bit more. And I, maybe, maybe got to get some sponsorships. Maybe, maybe it's some other influx of of uh, revenue, if you will, so so that we can bring in that Texas talent, like Phoebe, like Baby D, like Skylar Slice, like Callista, Nikki Knight. So on and so forth. So, and and I, I know I'm skipping a whole bunch of to those ladies that I haven't mentioned. I apologize. Yeah, we can just load them all up in one car and go. <laughs> uh, you know what? That that sounds great. Let's get the van rental and make that trip. See now, look at it. now we just book it out stuff. You know, <laughs> yeah, booking out a show that that's not even ready yet. You know, we getting ahead of because you know somebody out there listening probably like, yeah, go ahead and do it. No, we 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 are ready. I know in you April. Talk to me in April. Talk to you know. in April. <laughs> okay. Hey, like I said, I, I think I'm, I think I'm a, a few steps away. I, it's it's gonna take some. Some sponsorships, and I know some people that that's got some spare cash around. Now, if I can get that, it's gonna be on. I need to learn about these sponsorships. They're so. I'm I'm talking out of context. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Just... I just I've I, I've heard like maybe it's just me, but like fans willing to pay travel mm-hmm. to see an like X amount of wrestlers at their show. And if you're listening and you want to help pay for my travel, hit me up, DM me all social, all social media. <laughs> uh, well, now that sponsorship, I think <laughs> you might want to give, give some thought to, I don't know. Listen, you you got some legitimate fans out there that are that are fork out some money and hey, you know I want to see the match or whatever the case may be, and that that's all well and fine. But as uh, you may or may not remember, I have a segment on Facebook called Tales of the Creep, and uh, some of those sponsorships seem to come with a a price. Uh, one of those stories that you may need to listen to your, yourself and the fans out there would be. Uh, uh, Shiva, formerly known as Kiramaya, who uh, talked about somebody looking to sponsor her a trip to California to wrestle <laughs> for like two days. You know, it was it was something weird. And, you know, I think she said he was going to offer her like twelve thousand dollars. He's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Oh damn! <laughs> Not <laughs> yeah, that that's, <laughs> that sounds good. Assuming yeah. that, that, that that money actually exists. I I haven't had to do that. You, you haven't... know, I wish I no. I I just get a lot of um Hispanic messages in mm. Spanish. I don't speak Spanish. Well, so I wish I can I wish I could understand but you, you, I'm just they, they they just keep being left on red cuz I don't know what you're saying. 
copy and paste it, put it in Google, and have it translated. Um. Not, not, yeah, you may not want to do that. that. You may not want to do that. I don't. I don't know. I mean, look, it, it, you, you have a demographic that that you appeal to. That that that's also a good thing. Yeah, I guess that's right. Hey. Until they find out, like I'm not Hispanic, and then and then what? <laughs> they're not interested anymore. That that won't necessarily mean that they're not interested. They're, you know, they may have to adjust. I mean, I, I don't think that the beauty is not going to fade just because, you know, you're not Hispanic, right? That's true. Or Hawaiian. Or, or, Hawaiian. or Asian. So, I, I get mistaken for all sorts of nationalities. So, so is it fair to say that Phoebe is uh, ethnically ambiguous, at least in the eyes of a lot of people? I. I, I, I wish I was all of these things. That way I, I didn't, I, I won't have to have that awkward, oh, no, I'm not. Actually, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I'm, a, I'm a people pleaser in the end. I think that's like the biggest flaw I have. So, so have we unveiled I, the curtain here? And have we, have we, have we pulled back the curtain and unveiled to some people that you are not, in fact, uh, what, what was the list here? Hawaiian, Asian, uh, Hispanic. Uh, what else were you mistaken for? Asian. Uh, there was uh, Korean. And then what else? That's it. That's it. Okay. Well, all right. Look, let, look. So let's just go ahead and make the announcement now that, you know, that although you are not either of those things, that does not diminish Phoebe as a person, as a talent, or as a beauty. So they they have it. So if you are, you know, you I, I want to be all those things. I love I love the Hispanic culture. I love the Asian culture. I love the Hawaiian culture. I wish I was, but I'm not. I'm Native American. <laughs> I, although that sounds so bad. I love being Native American. I love my heritage. I. One love again, Phoebe underscore one love on Instagram. <laughs> so native, that, that's right. Look, if you got got a hold on to that, embrace it. Don't don't make it sound you like know, you, you sound sad that you, you embrace that. Oh no no, there you go. Oh yeah, I'm totally embracing it. I just wish I was like, uh, I, I I really wish I was like I I know what I am. Um, so let, let me just real fast. I, I can't do that DNA thing um, because it's against tribe. It's against my tribe law to oh, participate okay. in that. Okay. So I can't. I can't like go like do a swab test or anything, or do like that blood test. I forgot what it's called. Not ancestry, but it's something. I forgot what it's called. But they like mail you a kit, and you do. You can. Give all your DNA and ship it out, and then you get results of what your actual like nationality is and everything per- percentage of what you are. Mm-hmm. I did a little bit of research. I cannot do that. <laughs> I guess it's against that tribal law. I don't know if that dates back to way back when. When you you know what happened way back when. <laughs> uh, yes, I do. <laughs> so. but, I'm I, I'm I'm too afraid to test that if that's true. Well, 
All I can say in cases like that. Yeah, I don't know why we're talking about nationalities, I, but here we are. I, I, I know. It, look, because this is this is my podcast. We talk about everything under the sun. That's why you know. It's, it, and it's all good because fans of Phoebe will understand what you're talking about, and they'll want to hear it. I would love. Uh, now they're still on. I'd love to go Hawaii or Europe or. Asia, Russia. I just want to explore everyone. Oh, that sounds so wrong. <laughs> I want to explore the world. Thank you. Because go, you know, just go. <laughs> yeah, just dive right into people's heritage. You know, just understand. I know everything about Native American history. Now I want to know more about about other people. Well, see now that right there. First off, you know, you, you just uh, reminded me. Shout out to the great Cheyenne. I need to get. I need to uh, talk to her. Uh, she she is one of my first interviews. What a lo- lovely woman, you know. And and I was so disappointed that she didn't get to participate on the show that she was at. I think she had some uh, issues that hit her that that weekend that it was up there. But anyway, it's about Cheyenne Cravens. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice! Shout out Cheyenne. No, I, I no. met her at, at, at BCW. Oh, she oh she showed up. Yeah, you're talking about a blonde chick, right? No, 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 no. The, oh. the great Cheyenne. The that, great that's what she no. wants. And I, I'm not going to do her, her real name right now, but she might get mad at me if I, if I do that. But oh, no, no, no. So there's so there's another chick. In, I, I, I know she trains in Missouri. Mm-hmm. She hasn't debuted yet. But I, I can't remember. She, no, I'm so sorry. I got them mixed up. Either way, shout out to the great Shane. <laughs> I hope go. to meet you a day. <laughs> and you should meet her. She's she's a lovely woman. Uh, I should send you the video of the uh, one and only match I got to pr- produce the video for with her, which was a gauntlet match. And and you'll see who she she is off of that. Anyway, I totally forgot where I was going <laughs> with that. <laughs> It's fine. We'll move on. I know we went off the rails and started talking about ethnicity and stuff like that. But, uh, oh, yeah, with the fact that a lot of your fan base has kind of mistaken you because you are what we call in the when they're casting on TV or in the movies, they would have listed you as racially ambiguous. Okay. You know, another fan base of mine are are uh, not Native Americans but Indians. Ah, Indians. Okay. Yeah. You I would have never guessed. Well, you know that's not very surprising to me actually because uh here, here's a little known fact about the Women's Press Network YouTube channel. There has been a significant jump in viewership in India. Don't know why. It just just has. I'm glad it did. Hopefully, I can go over. I, uh, India is another country I'd want to go to. Now, now, I will say specifically which match has drawn the most uh, attention for for anybody that's that's interested. If you go onto our page and you go through the video section, there's one match that has somehow just cleaved a, a, a ridiculous amount of views. I think it's it's almost up to two million views at at this point. Uh, and, and it's Jessica Whitmore versus uh, the Black Widow, and and it it is the single most viewed 
match that I have ever produced. Now, again, I look at the analytics, and a lot of that comes from overseas, and uh, I just just scrolling through some of the comments, I'm like, all right, I, I, I can clearly see why a lot of people are, are watching it, and not necessarily for all the right reasons, but there you have it. And sorry, that's my uh, messenger going off in the background. I forgot to mute my phone, but it's my show, so hey. <laughs> It's okay. It's your show. That's right. So, you know, every once in a while I have to kind of break the rules on that. But, yes, I I say all of that to say it is not completely surprising to me that you have a a fan base in that location of the world. I'm going to just have a fan, let alone... Lots of them. So thank you, everyone. You have several fans. You have lots of fans from from all corners, and that's that's a, a fantastic thing that you got. And the fact that you had uh, I don't want to say blend as well as you do, but I mean that, that I don't know if I can really describe it any other way. You you, you do kind of uh, morph if you will, to to fulfill the fantasy. I don't know if that's the appropriate term, but, but you know, to fulfill the, the idea of what these fans are looking for. Now, I know that I you... Want to be rem- oh, go ahead. Sorry. I, I'll say, I, I know you kind of feel bad when you have to kind of yank the, the rug out from underneath. It's like, no, I'm sorry. I'm not Hispanic or Asian or uh, whatever else that you've been confused with, but still. And you know, the like the the only reason I even brought nationality up is that is the single most asked thing. Whenever I, I'm at a show, I'm constantly over and over and over. What nationality are you? Really? And then it just yeah, that that's the single. I I can't think of another question that I get asked constantly, and I'm not upset about it. Just people want to know. If you're curious, okay, I'll tell you. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I you know I, I don't know if I've ever really given it thought when I look at at, at your picture. I like, <laughs> I, you know I, some stuff I I just. It's, are probably less likely to think about it in, in most cases. But here's a, you know, <laughs> now, now here's a side question. I'm just, just going to if you were to say dye your hair, because if those who haven't actually seen her, you, you're a, a dark-haired young lady, right? Yeah. Do you think you could pass for a, a, another ethnicity, Caucasian, if you were to say lighten your hair up? I've had I've I've been bleach bond before and I've been mistaken like wait, wait oh my gosh I guess I should I I'm gonna post it on my Instagram and show you so that everyone can see it's actually kind of funny I was I am unrecognizable whenever I I was only I was blonde for like three months mostly because of the maintenance it was costly and of course my hair like killed from it. Um, people didn't know it was me. They just thought I was just like a random stranger. So whenever I'm like going up to my friend and they like have to triple look at me, oh, that's you. I'm a completely different person. I, I have been bleached blonde 
And I can't say if I passed for a Caucasian, but I definitely passed for a completely different person. I'm pretty sure if I was bleach blonde now and moved to California, I could start a whole new identity. No one would know of me. <laughs> don't run! Don't run away, Phoebe. Don't don't run. <laughs> I, I I thought about it, which I'm sure a lot of people thought about it. I just want to run away right now. <laughs> it's like, it's like I just bleach go to California and just start a whole new life. Don't don't run away from us yet. <laughs> yeah, I'll 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 post it on Instagram and and you'll see. Uh, oh my gosh, she was right. Uh, okay. Nothing uh, like yet. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna look out now, for it. Now, now I just have a lot of gray hair. Oh, you don't have any gray hair. Come on. Oh, I do. Not at no 26, you know. I, I started getting gray hair when I was 16. I think it's just hereditary because my like my like every single one of my family members have gray hair, and they started out in their teens. Really? Wow. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Maybe I just lived a hard life and I had never known. <laughs> well, look, as, as long as there's no uh, wrinkles and blemishes on on, on the, the skin, I, the, the gray you can handle. Gray is tall. Yeah, this is dark circles. This is dark circles and a bad back now. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the dark circles you can fix. The bad back, uh, as long as you're wrestling, that might, you might have to work with that for a little while. But the dark circles get you some sleep. <laughs> you, you'll, be, you'll be fine. Hula hoops some more. The hula hoops make you feel better. Yeah. Get, get that positive energy of the hula hoop. Oh, so positive. And it's a workout. Ha- have you tried hula hooping for five minutes? I have not. Try it next time. You're, one, you'll be frustrated because you can't keep it up that uh, keep the hula hoop up on your waist long enough, I'm sure. Because um, a lot of people have problems hula hooping. I don't know why. Um, well, you're it's a great workout. You're a professional hula hooper now. That, of course, you don't know why. It's, it's hard <laughs> for you to understand that. You know, it's like I don't know why they have problems with this. I mean, oh my gosh, Baby D and I made a YouTube video. Uh, we're starting this little web series. We started a YouTube. We probably have like three videos out. But this recent one, uh, Baby D hires a hula hoop trainer. It's me. But it's not me because she's trying to say Phoebe, but I'm telling her a different name. It's actually really hilarious. It's too long, though. It's like 10 minutes. If you have 10 minutes to spare and just want to giggle, we'll, we'll, we'll have to repost it on Facebook. But it's so funny. And she, she's really good at hula hooping. I'm surprised. You, know, you have to edit it down, that's all. You, know, you have to take your 10-minute short and edit it down to maybe like, two or three and then what you do is you you release the unedited version after you've done that <laughs> see that see there's an order of operations to video release you got you got to give them the, the quick version first and, the, and after everybody says oh man that's great that's hilarious then you say well here's the extended cut oh next time see? next video will definitely go that way <laughs> See that? See that? That's all. Look, all you had to do is just, you know, send me a message and ask, like, hey, you know, what, what should I do with that? I'd, I'd have been happy to say it. Nice. Well, now I know. I did it, but now I do. <laughs> That's right. No one's half the battle, as they say. <laughs> see all, all this good stuff. Look at that. I, I haven't even gone through 
a significant chunk of these questions. Look, look how well. Oh wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah. Okay, wait. I'm sorry. Okay, question. No, question no, number no, one. No. <laughs> no, no, no. You've been, you've been, we've been doing fine. I think. You, I, I think can answer a question. A lot of stuff. I mean, we, 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 we had to recap how you got into the business, why you got into the business. We talked about all that good stuff. Talked about you, you know, working heel, or at least my vision of you as a heel. I know you say, you know, some people have booed you, but you weren't necessarily healing that. I mean, we, we've covered a lot of that. Well, the only thing that I haven't gone back to do in this, because this is the original set of questions that I asked you uh, months ago. And some of it, I don't know if it really applies in the same vein as it did. Uh, when did we talk? It, it, you said you moved in April. Yeah. Okay, so that is almost a full year. I mean, as we're recording this, folks, is the last day of well, last two days of January, twenty nineteen. So, I mean, some of this stuff doesn't necessarily apply the same way as it did. Like, you know, what's your home promotion? Because you moved from that by now, and and uh kind of reestablished yourself you talked about rise uh, i know you were working mid-south uh wrestling for a while and had the, the women's championship there so i mean just in the course of this conversation we've kind of covered a lot of what we had especially you know as you said when you were in oklahoma you mainly it was fun but you mainly worked the same girls over and over uh and and yeah. i guess for those that are interested in knowing i, I guess those being scholar sliced kalista uh nikki knight i think was in in the mix of that uh so i mean yeah, and erica and eric there you go so that kind of the, the the same rotation and and you, you you've done a fantastic job of uh kind of marking these things off even even if you didn't know that you were doing it Oh, nice. So you, yeah, you should give yourself a pat on the back for that. <laughs> now I, I will now bring up I've... one thing. Before, I'm sorry to cut y'all. We'll bring up one thing okay. that, that we did to talk about the the first time. Um, that was the, the the triple threat ladder match that you that you had, I guess, earlier in your wrestling career against Skyler and and Callista. Yeah, it was my sixteenth ladder match. That was your 16th. Oh, not my, my, my 16th match match. Not 16th. <laughs> my 16th match. You actually kept count. That was your 16th match. <laughs> yeah, I, I completely lost count by now. But uh, that was my... I, I definitely remember that one because uh, whenever I got asked, I was like, yes. That's how I even like, got into wrestling was all the craziness that Sabu would do with chairs and ladders and all the extreme matches that I've watched, not n not just with him, but with other people. I mean, that believe it or not, that's essentially how I got into wrestling was extreme matches and death matches. I don't know why. Maybe I have a little psychotic trait or something. I don't know, but it was just. Well, I, I have a. I kind of. I think I have a strong stomach. <laughs> but that's, that's 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 what got me into wrestling. So when I got asked to do a ladder match, I was like, "Yeah." So check that one off of my list. Next. Yeah, but you took a okay. huge <laughs> bump off of it. Like, uh, 
if I recall, I, I, my notes say that you you took brain damage onto a ladder and a spine buster by Skyler, if I, I remember correctly here. So, and if anybody's looking for that match, I believe it's on Skyler's Facebook. I, I think that's where I saw it. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, I think well, she she has it on her YouTube. It's about like if 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 you if you look for it on YouTube, Skylar, Phoebe, and Costa ladder match. It's like twenty minutes long. I remember falling on the ladder. I don't know, maybe five, six times. Well, I know twice was, at least. <laughs> I mean, just just on what I wrote, I know twice at least. Now I'm sure your body is far more accurate than my notes. <laughs> it was it was a fun like. It's so funny because I've I've never trusted anyone to hurt me <laughs> like I trust Skylar and Calista because like we were all really nervous about it. Um, we were training like two weeks prior before the match. Like as soon as we found out, we just started coming up with ideas with with the ladder match, and in the end. Two, I think it was like 200 or 250 people came to the show to watch our match. And we were the main event. It was so much fun. Really scared. Like, we were like a nervous wreck. And then after it was done, we are like, oh, thank God. It was, thank God it's done. Thank God it's over with. So the promoter had two shots of vodka waiting for me whenever I got backstage. <laughs> I was like, oh, my. Because as soon as the adrenaline wore off, I was shaking, and then the next morning, like my back was killing me. Like it was hard to like bend over. It was hard to get up off the bed, and then I didn't even think twice about it. Like I was ready to go go to training the the next day. It was a I, it was a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to the next time I have a ladder match, so, so if that happens. I'm sure that will. I mean, but are you telling me that all we got to do now is just offer you up some vodka and you'll you'll take the match? I mean, now <laughs> more now, like I gotta get get a little bit of some some other than some vodka. Uh -oh. But then, well, yeah. Oh, oh well, I, 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 this is my opportunity. Then I gotta had you wrestle me like, look, I can get you top shelf. <laughs> I think it was top shelf. I remember. I just remember chugging it back and it, like me. I I, don't, I remember at one point, me and Skyler and someone else we were like cheering uh, after the show, and she, the beer that Skyler was holding slipped out of her hand, and then she just started shaking, and her adrenaline wore off, and she like immediately had to sit down. <laughs> the life you guys. It was, yeah, it was it was really scary because I, I I was nervous for her. And I was I was wanted to make sure she was okay, but it was just adrenaline. That was all. Well, again, the life you guys live. <laughs> just all of a sudden, my adrenaline just goes bottom out. <laughs> oh my gosh! A fan got her toe broken at that show. How? When they all fell on her uh, through the ladder. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, someone, Calista uh, or Skyler threw a ladder at one another and then it just bounced off and just hit 
and landed on this woman's toe. And then there, there was like another point where there was like a group of women that left uh, because there was at one point in the match, me and Callista drop kicked the ladder in Skylar's crotch. And those, those few women did not find that amusing at all. We got up and left in a huff and puff. I, I can't imagine why. I don't know why they would <laughs> see that this is uh That's what I heard. That that's just hearsay. You know how people talk. Yes, I do. I mean, <laughs> it, it happens that uh depending on what building you're in and where you're located, it happens in almost every wrestling show. Somebody's got something to say, Hey, I don't wanna see that He Skyler wanted to do that. And that I didn't bring that up. I mean, of course, I thought of it in the back of my mind, but she said it. Mm. She volunteered this, like, "Hey, I'm gonna take." You know, would be funny. And after it happened, she like grabbed someone's water out of their hand, just splashed it on the crotch. She's like, "Ah!" I was like, "What's water gonna do?" Did she do that? I didn't do that. She 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 said she did that. <laughs> See, I was like, I, I don't remember. I was like, she must have been off camera when that happened. But... <laughs> that, that's what I heard. Again, hearsay. Oh my goodness, the, the the things y'all, the stuff you come up with for the for spots in these shows that are insane. Now you know. Oh, we. She you, she she was actually my last match of 2018. Oh yeah, that's right. And that's I, right. She's back. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. At that time, I finally got to meet her son. Oh. <laughs> did, did you melt? Hmm. I said, did you melt when you when you saw her son? Oh my gosh, he is so cute. Well, I think like most babies are cute, but he super cute, super adorable. Well. It also, Still did so, not make me want one. <laughs> no, okay. Well, that, that was the next question because you know that that there lies the real question that every female athlete has to come across at some point. It's like, hey, you know, is, is what's it going to be? Is it going to be career or family? And we just wait. But, we'll but wait. At, at this point, you're like, okay, it didn't didn't make me want one. No, I I I would definitely babysit though. <laughs> oh, that's not the same. It's not the same. It's not. No, you, you can always hand it back over then. You can always say, all right, I'm done. Here you go. I'll see you next week. You, know, you, can, you can do that. I just want to be like the cool aunt, you know? <laughs> Come on over, let's chill, let's have fun. And as soon as you start, like, acting up, okay, we're you're going to have to go now. I, I can't. Yeah. I don't know what to do in this situation. You can you can always portray the cool aunt slash you know if your guy uncle role, you know as long as you do not have to have the responsibility of raising. If you don't have that on your side, you can you can wear the the cool hat. Oh yeah, I'm I'm like the cool aunt to, uh, to my godson. We're always having fun. Um, except like if he gets upset or again, like, I don't know how to deal with angry people <laughs> mostly because I'm, it's, it's kind of like I'm starstruck. So when kids are upset, I don't know how to react to that. 
Like, I, I want to laugh because you're so cute and you're mad, but then I also want to take you seriously because you deserve to be taken seriously. Well, but you're still so cute whenever you get mad. <laughs> well, well, that depends on how far down on the unmad scale the kid is, you know. Now, see, now we're going into parenting advice. And, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and if you, you start getting off of the spoiled brat territory, uh, it's time to take out the belt. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we're gonna settle this right now. So you know, you, you need you got to get it get it sold before before somebody take you out in, in public. <laughs> so you got to understand there's consequences behind what you do and say. <laughs> you do that out in public somewhere where your folks ain't around. It's like the, the average person not gonna put up with that. Yeah, that's true. And oh. Don't even get me started on the world today. Oh my goodness, my heart is hurt. My heart just hurts right now for the for everyone. Well, give give the world a big kiss, and you know, we we we'll try to we'll try not to make it a, a political statement right now. And then and just going back to wrestling, like wrestling was like a positive outlet. So if I can be that positive outlet for people, whether they just want to see me get beat up or they like my hula hoop or they think I'm fun, then I definitely want to be that positive light that they can have amongst this fucked up world that we are living in. Yeah, it's getting there. <laughs> well, I can't even say it's getting there. It's there. <laughs> so hopefully we can uh, reverse this process. Uh, in the near future. Um, would you say that you and your colleagues, I mean, you know, when I first interviewed you, I, I believe most of you were pretty fresh on the scene. Uh, not a lot of years or months or matches underneath you. Well, that's pretty much changed, uh, particularly in your case. You know, you, you and Baby D have, have kept on kind of trucking along. Uh, but would you say that the experience has mounted and, and your brand and your names amongst you and your uh, the ladies that you have worked in that area? Erica, Kalista, Nikki Knight, Scott Slice, uh, Angel Blue, Baby D. And, and again, I'm sure I'm missing some, uh, have kind of prospered over the last several months. Oh, yeah. Especially like for like. Texas right now has such a big circuit now. There's a lot more women wrestlers um, now than what I've seen, uh, except except up north. Up north and on the East Coast, tons of female wrestlers. Tons. I definitely want to like get uh, get up there and work different people. Um, but I've I, I feel like just in my own personal judgment of my own self, I've come, I've gotten a lot better. I've gotten a lot more confident. I've gotten a lot more comfortable because I've been able to get out of my comfort zone. Um, and th- th- this is just nine months finally being out of Oklahoma. So I'm excited to see what's going to happen nine months from now if I just keep continuing on this this train of, I don't know, I don't know, 
I, I was going somewhere with it, but I'm on this train. <laughs> so we'll see where it ends up in nine months. <laughs> you, you, you lost your, your, your point of that one for a second. Yeah, I mean, I I thought I knew where I was going with it, but really, no one knows where we're going. We're just going to keep going. Hey, it works for me. I, I'm going to follow you, Phoebe. I'll follow you. It, it's, it's all good. <laughs> I, I think uh, if I can interpret some of that, you're talking about your your path of growth and the path that you you know could possibly take because yeah you know the future is fluid you never know which way you're gonna go yeah you just kind of gotta go with it <laughs> that's true it, it, what it's, the one thing uh, another thing that like really helped me in these nine months um, was going to seminars. Um, I've, I've been to a jazz seminar and she is just phenomenal. I mean, she knows exactly what she's doing. She, uh, called me BB. She, and then I, and then I met her again. She's like, oh, it's Phoebe. But uh, the first time it was BB. Uh, oh. <laughs> I guess she, I, I guess she didn't hear me say Phoebe, but it's her B. And I was just B. I, of course, didn't correct her. I'm BB. <laughs> Jazz called me BB. I'm gonna be BB, <laughs> and then the past, it. yeah, just went with it, and and then this past ride seminar that happened a couple weeks ago, still buzzing for it. That's actually my third ride seminar, and so I'm actually planning on going to my fourth ride seminar in the uh, end of March, March 29th. Um, Gail Kim will be orchestrating that seminar so I'm really looking forward to that one as well um, two weeks ago when they came to Texas it was Saray Knight, Mercedes Martinez and Jimmy Jacobs uh, doing the seminar so just like going to seminars alone just with people that have been in the business so long and have found so much success and willing to like help others really helped me that's, uh, I think that's one thing. And then I guess just watching my matches. Because I, when I wrestled for Rise, I got picked to wrestle on Rise. So, so excited because it was my first singles match since December. And it was my third singles match since September. Because I've just been doing tag matches with Baby D, you know, trying to get fun and sexy out there, get our brand out there, and just get noticed. And then I finally got to have a singles match, and there were some fans out in the, uh, in the audience that didn't know I was there. And uh, I was the first match, so when I came out, they're like, oh, Phoebe, and I'm like, yes, someone at least knows me. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, there's like two fans that stopped me and said, I'm just so used to getting beat up with Baby D that it was nice to see you out there kicking ass for once. I'm like, damn, I guess I got to start kicking more ass. Well, it, well, it would help, I'm sure, you know, <laughs> for the yeah. fans to believe in you. Your fan base wants to believe that you can kick some ass, too. You know, not just oh, on, on my own. Yeah, on it, own. it was good to it was good to do that. I, I wrestled in front of Booker T that I didn't know I was wrestling, and... I, I, cause it, it was that reality of wrestling is where they held the show at. So he was in attendance 
And I, I finally got to meet him, and he said that he loved me and my hula hoop. He asked for my name, and honestly, 10-year-old young Phoebe was, like, screaming inside because Booker T loves me and my hula hoop. This is so exciting. <laughs> but it was fun. I had a lot of fun. So, so you might be one of the next ladies' night shows that he puts on. Maybe. I almost said, you know, I am available for, for your ladies' night out, but I didn't. Why I didn't you say it? I, sh- I should have. I think because I was just so, like, in awe because he was giving me advice mm-hmm. that I just wanted to just soak that advice that he was giving me. <laughs> just say, you know, I could be in the ladies' he- night show. I should have. Dang it. I should have. <laughs> but there will be a time where They'll maybe I'll cross paths with him again and hopefully he remembers me and then I'll say, you know, I'm available. There'll be another ladies' night show. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you'll one of these on days, I will be there. They, they seem like they do it once every six months or so, so I... I I think they're the ladies' night four or five at this point. So, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't worry. I think it's five, yeah. I think it's five or four. Well, there you go. Matter of fact, I need to watch one of those. I haven't sat down and looked at it yet. Really uh, good matches. I have Well, you know, I, have, I try to stay up on the, uh, the changes and the goings-on in women's wrestling as much as I can, although there's a slew of uh, wrestling just all across the board. I mean, just wrestling all over the place. It's hard to keep up. So, yeah, it's, it's, I have to just kind of narrow it down and, and get to the ones that I know, or, or at least the ones relative to my brand, and uh, keep up with that. Speaking of which, before I move into the second segment, uh, have you begun to watch or uh, had any interest in looking at the WOW product? Uh, I'm interested in hearing what what a independent wrestler may have to say about that particular brand of women's wrestling. I haven't watched it yet, but I do know a few girls there personally, and I'm super proud that proud for them and happy for them that they're on there. Um, I've definitely seen clips and videos of it. It's just there are just so much wrestling. Now that it's just hard to keep up. And then whenever, like, I feel really embarrassed when I go to training and then I hear people talk about a match and I'm like, I haven't even fucking watched it. Like, I feel so out of the loop. It's, no, I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it yet. I do want to. Uh, I don't have cable. Your core cutter. I well, I just have like Hulu and Netflix, and then we we, we also have like the New Japan that app qualifies, on our phone. You know. our... Hmm. I said it qualifies. You know that that makes you a cord cutter. No no cable. You you just you just streaming online. Last time we yo stream online. Damn it! I'm so bad with technology. Like I I don't even. I didn't even think about streaming online. Well, well now, let, let me just say this. First off, let, let me clarify my position with WoW, because uh, uh, typically I would have watched it by now and done a review on the show. 
I also have not seen episode. I think they're going into episode three this Friday. I also have not seen any of those episodes because I do not have Access TV, which is what it airs on. It airs Friday nights, Eastern Time, 9 p.m. Access TV, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I know the station. I think the time is 9 p.m. So, but I have caught uh, two of the matches that somebody just decided to record and upload on YouTube. But I am going to take the extra mile and I'm going to go on to Sling TV. Free plug for them. I'm going to pay the, the 25 bucks and uh, go through and watch all these episodes so I can provide my opinion as to the new update of WoW and all that good stuff that they're doing right now. Is it worth watching? Is it a good show? Are they good characters? Is it too corny? Are they going back to the old cartoon style? Who knows? But I will be there to give you the the review in the future. You know, I hate to admit this, but I mostly watch like Hell's Kitchen or Kitchen Nightmares. <laughs> Uh, so I, I want to be a cook too. Absolutely not. Gordon Ramsay would have a field day with me, just bashing my vegan and vegetarian dishes. Uh, it's it's a guilty pleasure. It's so awesome. And Survivor. Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? I like reality TV so much because I find it so fascinating that people will allow cameras to follow them and do anything to be on TV. It's fascinating. Especially yeah. on Survivor. When, uh, you, uh, I'm, I'm sure you've seen Survivor. And like day, day one, everyone's all like, bah, 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 happy to be there. And then day five, people are ready to like cut each other's throat. You start seeing like the real side of some people. And it's, it's fascinating. You it know, really is. That's right. You know why? Because <laughs> you can only fake it in front of that camera for so long. A lot of people think that, you know, if I can put up a good front for the camera. And you can then once you're, for a little while. Yeah but, yeah, but once you're, like, on an island with no uh, water, no food, you can barely sleep, you're, you're, you're going to get wild. going to yeah. get crazy. Yeah, and and yeah, take into account that that's probably hours worth of that footage that you're just never going to see. <laughs> that's, that's edited down for the sake of all right, we're going to make this dude look like a jerk. Yeah. So it's just as as much as I love wrestling, and there's so many wrestling videos, footage. Like I want to watch it all, but deep down. I want to watch Gordon Ramsay call him a fuckface because he doesn't know how to cook eggs. That's entertaining to me. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> see, see, you have to be like me. I, I have already accepted. I cannot watch every promotion and every wrestling. As a matter of fact, I, got, I, I probably shouldn't say this on on air. I was <laughs> got to get ready to cancel my Powerbomb TV uh, subscription. No, they're not. <laughs> no, I'm getting ready to cancel. <laughs> Look, at the first, I, I don't even know if they call themselves Powerbomb anymore. I think they're independent wrestling TV or something like that. And it's been fun while I had it. It's, it was it was great, but the the problem with me and that particular app 
and I guess this is a, a small review, is that you, you pretty much need to know what it is you're looking for before you go into it. Like, there's a bunch of independent wrestling that's on there, but a lot of those promotions don't mean anything to me because I've never heard of them. So, say you've got independent promotion A from, I don't know, St. Louis. Well, I don't know any of those people. I don't, I don't, I don't know any of the wrestlers there. I'm not familiar with the angles or anything like that. So, it gets hard for me to, like, okay, I want to watch this and carry on opposed to if I at least know one person there whether that be personally or professionally I, I'll say oh man you know, uh, Fred Yeha is on this in wrestling for the title over here let me go watch him you know, or something like that oh hey Phoebe's at this promotion that I never heard of let me go watch and see, see her in the main event that would, that would make me look at it whereas just randomly rolling through there and like alright well what am I going to watch today that 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 can that could be a little time consuming. I'm in the same boat with you. <laughs> and I've had it for a while. They they got some good money out of me. I think I, I don't feel bad about it. I, I I kept that thing way longer than the free trial. So you know, long enough for it to transition from being Powerbomb TV to whatever it is they changed the name to. <laughs> And they have changed the name for anybody that's looking for it. It's no longer Powerbomb TV. I don't know why. I just, you know. Dang. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it yeah, independentwrestling.tv is the, is the name for it now. Independent Wrestling On Demand. And they got some really good stuff, you know, and I don't want to turn anybody off to it. They got some good matches and good promotions and all the stuff like that. It's just I can't keep up with it. It's just a little bit more than what I can watch at any given time. And I need to know what it is I'm looking at before I go into it. I think the only thing that I look at on there consistently probably was Women's Wrestling Revolution. Okay. So, if you're a fan of Women's Wrestling, that that's that's... They got some some great matchups there, and I'm telling you, one one of these days I'm going to predict that uh, Fun and Sexy will probably be defending the titles uh, up in that location in the Northeast. Oh, nice. So they they have it. You like that prediction? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's time for random questions. It's time for random questions, Phoebe. Although we've been kind of random already. Random question one. Random question one. What was the last scary movie you seen? Uh, it was over Halloween, and we watched VHS two. Okay. Do you know the record? Like, oh, which is like what? Go ahead. Oh no no no! It's okay. What's the second question? Do you know the record for the longest hula hooping session? Huh? What was that question? What? <laughs> what did you say? Do you know the record for the longest hula hooping session? Yes, it's eighty-three minutes. Ah. Uh, oh no! Wait! No! Wait! No! 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 Eighty-three <laughs> hours. Hours. It's over three days, and it's held by a dude. 
It is held by. I Dennis, forgot but, his name. But the, the but you, you're a little bit up. I, I think you've given him some extra some extra time. Or at least, or at least according to Wikipedia and the other website that I tried to verify it against. But the, the longest verified record, you are correct. It is held by a guy, Aaron Aaron Hibbs, from Columbus, Ohio, who kept a hula hoop spinning for seventy four hours and fifty four minutes. Oh, there it is. That is that yeah. is what he's clocked at. You know, for a few months at that time, uh, about two years ago, I was trying to break that record, and it's Stop. hard. Holy wow. crap. Why would you try that? <laughs> because then I could be the actual master of hula hoops. Because uh, I have a world record. Well, that's true, but my gosh. Just think about what you have. You got to eat hula hooping. <laughs> stand up for you pretty much I don't it. know how he did it I honestly don't because it's just way too big you're just standing there like he, he must have like wore a diaper or did coke or something I don't know but well the coke I could believe I was like that that the only thing. I was like <laughs> there's no way I was like look after 48 hours I think you begin to hallucinate without sleep I, I can't even stay awake that long oh my gosh like yeah i was like there, there's lots of other things that i would like to be doing with my time in life other than hulu for 74 hours for three days straight i just think about one it. of these days three i days. will attempt it yeah three whole days of just hula hooping like he was dedicated yeah I, I don't. I don't know if I have anything that I'm that dedicated to. I was like, all right, I got the three days worth of this. Uh, no, <laughs> no. Just like uh, if you if you think you can't do anything, just think back. This dude hula hoop for nearly three days. I can do this. Well, that that might be the perk of this story right there. Is that Aaron <laughs> Hibbs did something for three days? So if he could do that, then whatever it is that you whatever task. That is in front of you right now. You can get over it. If that dude can hula hoop for three days, because like she said, he had to either mess himself up, wore a diaper, did coke, Red Bull, five-hour energies, I don't know, something. There's no way that he did that on, on natural power. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Let's, let, let's just... With good faith, say uh, that he did it okay. naturally. Okay. <laughs> since, since you said, I'm I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. He did it naturally. Uh, clearly, you have uh, you, you must have mentally felt this question because you already told me that you do not have cable. So the question was, you're court cutting. Name three apps you should have. Three apps? Yes. If you are not going to have cable, name me three apps that you should have in, in the effort to cord cutting. Or, the cord cutting? Yeah, get, get, getting, rid of, getting rid of cable. That, that That's what you call it. You, you cut the cord. Oh, fuck. Uh, YouTube. Okay. Hulu. All right. 
Damn, I don't even know what kind of apple I have on my phone. <laughs> Come on, this can't be that hard. you got to know it. It's only three. You got YouTube, you got Hulu, give me... And you know I want uh, to... Twitter. <laughs> I can't accept Twitter. <laughs> so, uh, that's more a social media platform. I mean, you know. Like, oh, you, YouTube. Okay, yeah, yeah. YouTube, Hulu. Oh, damn. Oh, the the network, the the WWE network. There you go. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll take that one. I also would have accepted Crackle, Sony Crackle, which is Crackle, a, which is a free freebie. Yeah, Crackle. Tubi TV, T-U-B-I. I would accept that. I would accept Global Force. I would accept an HD antenna, although that isn't really an app. But I would I would accept having an HD antenna because if you're not going to have cable, get yourself a nice HD antenna. You can get all your local stuff. So, you know, that there's a little cord-cutting uh, advice for the people out there who don't want to pay for cable anymore. I've only heard of crackles. None what? of the other things that you said. What? You haven't? Okay. All right. No. Well, it, well, all right. We'll write this down now. For, for anybody out there that, that hasn't done this, these are the freebies. There's, there's different levels of cutting the cord. You can you can get you an app like a Hulu where you're paying you for your service. Hulu, Netflix, uh, WWE Network, you know, Global Wrestling Network. Those are all paid services. And they're good but if you're not wanting to pay and you're looking for something free that you just kind of turn on and look at some stuff Tubi probably has the best options of stuff just because they're closer to having things that are recent they, they keep up in their ante so that's T-U-B-I Tubi and that's available on almost well I'm not going to say almost this is available on every app store crackles which is owned by sony speaks for itself they got a lot of original content on there so that's always good to have it, it with both of these things if you can deal with looking at the commercials then you're fine uh popcorn flicks is another that i should put down in there flicks being f-l-i-x so there we have it lesson learned never even heard of them well, Good to know, though. Well, see, that's why I say you write those down. And you, <laughs> you can just jump on it. I asked you this one last time. I'm going to ask it now. Phoebe gets an action figure deal, and she can have what accessory included with the figure? What is that accessory going to be? The hula hoop. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> if you weren't wrestling right now, you'd be doing blank. I'd be working at the circus, honestly. Okay. Yeah. Bad. Well, not not like a carny, but like. Yeah, circus, circus, like Universal Circus. Yeah, like uh, the I mean, Greatest Showman Circus. Uh, you you want to get out there and, and do a musical too? See that you want to you want to sing the, the while you're on the trapeze. Singing, mm mm. Well, that, that's I cannot the, sing. You can't sing. 
Did, did we expose you as not having a good voice? That is correct. <laughs> I, I, I do not have a good voice. Okay. All right, well. Just lip sync it then. You can do that. Oh, yeah. I can lip sync. Uh, you know, I, I may have to do that. I may have to create a wrestler <laughs> lip sync battle. And that might be that might be fun to put on the channel. Anyway, I have oh to yeah, work, I have to work on that. Name something you might bring on a date. <sighs> Shit. <laughs> is, is it that bring... hard? Yes. Yeah. Name something probably you might like bring on a date. You know, I think I'll probably bring my wallet. Okay. That's yeah. Yeah. I haven't been on a date in so long. <laughs> and I I, I, I uh, me and my boyfriend like we'll we'll like we'll like go on dates or whatnot, but we we it's been like it's been so long since I like been on a date. One thing I'll bring on a date. Yeah. Oh, Probably, probably like some patience, honestly. Oh, if I'm being uh, truly honest, <laughs> some patience. Uh, well, well, I don't know if we can actually put patience in your pocket. And take, the, <laughs> take it on the date, so a flask. Uh, I'll bring uh, a flask. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, well, I think I can accept that. Uh, the the the, uh, the answers listed are as follows: lipstick or chapstick, depending on you know who you are. Money, breath mints. These are the top answers as listed by Family Feud, by the way. Breath mints or gum, flowers, condoms, phone, wine, an excuse to leave, a new outfit, or perfume slash cologne. So, I just offed out and just went flask. <laughs> Well, that's why I said I think I accept that because you, you went wine. I was like, well, I was like, that, that's about as close as you're gonna get. You didn't say what was in the flask. It's just implied that you would uh, have some sort of uh, adult beverage in there. Some liquid courage. That's what I'm bringing. Well, you, you have a boyfriend. You don't. You don't need liquid courage. You, that's already kind of settled in. So it's, you, you should be. You should be perfectly fine at that point. Uh, what is the original San Francisco treat? I have no idea. What is the original? Are, are you serious? <laughs> are you serious? Is that, is that rice of roni? Yes. It's rice of roni. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like, how could you not know this? Of course you know the original San Francisco treat. Rice of roni. I was jerking your chain, rice-a-roni. There, there you go. That's right. San Francisco treat. First time I ever heard that, that phrase used at all. And finally, grape nuts. You over the box, no grapes, no nuts. What's the deal? Grape nuts? Yes. That's a cereal. Oh. Have you, have you heard of that? No. You haven't heard of Grape Nuts? No. Make sure you, when you get off, make sure you Google Grape Nuts. Grape Nuts, okay. Grape. Grape. <laughs> <laughs> this is. 
Let, let me make sure that I'm saying it so you can understand me before you Google something that you get the wrong picture. So, yes. Grape. Grape nuts. Yeah. Oh, grape nuts? No, G-R-A-P-E. Oh, grape nuts. Oh, what What about, what? what's, what's up with grape nuts? <laughs> It, it, it's, <laughs> I guess it's just a figure of speech that they did, that they made for the for the box. I guess I don't oh, know. darn it! No, it, it's it's no dirty joke behind that or anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, shame on me then. <laughs> <laughs> let's not expose you for having. I mean, you already list yourself for being the summer of '69. Let's not let's not expose you for uh, having these. Horrible thoughts. Matter of fact, I need to find a, a, a photo of that that I can send to you later, so you so you understand what I'm talking about. Grape nuts. Ugh. <laughs> you, are you serious? Too? It's like you're like this is just blowing your mind. You've never heard of this. <laughs> yes, that that is a, a cereal. And it, no and cereal it, of mine. And, and it has neither grapes or nuts in the box. No. Yeah, I know. Hey, it happens that way. You know, it's just an expression, I assume, or at least that's how the joke went on Saturday Night Live. So, anyhow, <laughs> fantasy booking. We have gotten past your your, your random questions. And we're off now into fantasy booking. Because I don't remember if we did fantasy booking with you before, so why not give it a go now? Because the whole premise behind fantasy booking is that every wrestler has a storyline slash angle that they have locked into their head that they can break out at a moment's notice to say, Promoter, this is what I like to do and this is who I like to do it with. So, Phoebe, what is your fantasy booking and bear in mind in this particular scenario it has to be with somebody that it can actually take place with so unfortunately you have to disqualify saying well I'd like to have a match with Sherry Martell I'm sorry Sherry Martell is no longer with us so it wouldn't work or uh, I'd like to wrestle Eddie Guerrero no sorry that that wouldn't qualify oh Oh. Did I cut the legs out from underneath you by doing that? No. 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 Okay. Um, well, I, I wouldn't necessarily pick a certain opponent, but I, I have uh, expressed this before. Like, my dream match is actually my retirement match, and I want it to be a death match <laughs> in Japan at uh, I'm gonna butch the name Corrigan Hall. Did I butch it? Did I butch it? No. Corrigan okay. Hall. I think if you, you, if it, if it went proper, it was pretty pretty close. I think you got it. Don't know who my opponent would be. I just know it's my last match because you know it's a death match. I'm not I'm not coming back from that. <laughs> but yeah, I. Believe it or not, that is actually like my fantasy slash dream match is my retirement match. I will have it one of these days. Well, apparently when you retire. 
Yeah, <laughs> spoiler alert, it's going to be my last one. Now, I, you know what, I think we did talk about this before, and, I, and I, I thought my two cents to that regard was, there's only one person that can really be in that match if you were going to have it, because it's got to be Skylar. Yeah, yeah, she's my first match. I was like, it's got to come full circle. She, she has to be the one to retire you. In a, in a perfect world, in a perfect scenario, you got the death match and it comes down to the two of you for, you know, however, however many weeks or months this has been building up. And it gets to where she gets to drop you. Drop me, literally. And, and, and she's got her, her move. I mean, she's got that double double hand choke slam that she likes to do, that, that Brent. Well, what we call brain damage. I don't know if she's actually named her version of it, but you know we'll we'll stick with brain damage for for it now. It definitely is killing. We'll see. There you go. That, I, and I'm not even sure if I have anything that could top that. Normally, I give my uh -oh. I I, uh, <laughs> I give my version of it, but I I think that's that's probably about as good as it's gonna get. <laughs> I, I can tweak it some. That I can do. You know, you, you got your, your your finish, final match, the death match, Skyler. Like I said, the, the only thing that I would add to that is that it, it just can't be some one done blow off match. It's, it's got to lead into that, so everybody knows the stakes. They know the history. They know that Skyler was my was my number one, and is one of us is gonna be the last. Spoiler, it's going to be her because I'm retiring. <laughs> well, we're not expecting you to do this anytime soon, I'd hope. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> as much as I do enjoy extreme and death matches, I definitely think I could do it in hindsight. But then just like if I do it without fully realizing like everything that in that it entails i don't know if i'll be able to do it again and again like like some people well you know you... kudos to them kudos to them you know on the extreme circuit but it's going to be my last match definitely <laughs> <laughs> It'd be your last match until your next last match. Yeah. <laughs> they they all say that, and then they, then somebody offers you a, a huge wad of money, and then it's like, all right, well, you know what? I think I can come out of retirement just this once. We'll see when that road approaches. <laughs> well, hey, I'm just just giving you like I hear it. It's like you know when you get ready to retire. He said that's when. Everybody wants you. It's like that. That's when they tighten up the tentacles. They like they don't want to let you leave. They offer you everything that you wanted. They offer you more money and and all that good stuff. Why? Because you're saying I'm getting out of here. It is the way <laughs> of wrestling. It's just wrestling is just hard to quit. So, I mean, I, I do get when people come out of uh, out of retirement because 
we all just love wrestling. We don't want to stop, no matter how how much our bodies are telling us, hey, you need to slow down or you, you need to stop. You, you, you just can't quit. And I get why someone would come out of retirement. <laughs> but after, if I have an extreme death match and it's really brutal, I'm not coming back for a while. <laughs> well, that, that's fair. I, I, I can see that. If you do come back someplace, we're not going to be seen right away. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, social media, because, you know, promoters out there, fans out there, and I'm going to say specifically the promoters because they're the ones that they can actually pay some bills here. So for those that are looking to contact you, book you on a show or see your fan mail or whatever the case may be, let them know where they can find Phoebe, the hula hooping princess. Yes. Uh, Instagram, Phoebe underscore one love. It's the same thing on Twitter. And then Facebook, I don't have a last name. It's just Phoebe, P-H-O space E-B-E. I know that's kind of strange, but I'm on there. Uh, and then my email, Phoebe the treat at Gmail. I haven't gotten rid of the treat yet, so it's going to be there for... As long as I create another Google account. Well, I, look, is it really worth creating another Google account at this point? You already got there. No. Yeah, it's not worth it. It's just I'm just going to keep it. That's right. You can, you can still be the treat. That's not from San Francisco. No. There you go. No more San Francisco. Yeah, I'll tell you, you're the Texas treat now. Or maybe wrestling street. That that applies everywhere. You know that's not a bad that's not a bad bad it doesn't have a bad ring to it. Wrestling treat. <laughs> Phoebe the wrestling treat. Yeah, we'll know. tweak it. Yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> you might have to iron out <laughs> a little bit. Well, well well yeah, we'll like move some words around. There you go. And for those of you fans out there listening to this program, you can catch me. On several different platforms, more specifically, catch the Women's Pro Wrestling Network on several different platforms. Go to Women's Pro Wrestling Network on Facebook, all one word. Go to Women's Pro Wrestling Network on YouTube, also all one word. Go to WPNWrestling.com. That is the nexus for everything. You can listen to this podcast on Podbean.com, iTunes, and wherever you listen to your podcast, such as Tune in and Google Play and Google Podcasts and so on and so forth. We just feed it out to a bunch of different locations. Uh, if you haven't found it on yours so far, let me know so I can make sure that I feed that out off into a different direction. I want to make sure that this podcast goes wherever you go. And if you haven't subscribed or followed or liked myself or Phoebe, then you should do that. You should go on there. You should follow us on Instagram. You should hit the hit the follow button. Uh, this podcast, you should hit like because all your support means the world. It really, really does. I think I've come it up. Does. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. See, if Phoebe says it, then it's definitely true. I think I may have covered my ground there. Did I did I plug everything? Did I get it all in? Did I get it all? 
I oh, yeah, so. you did. Thank you. You know, I, I, I love your reassurance, Phoebe. <laughs> you, you're, you're wonderful. Oh, thank you. It's, you're wonderful, too. Well, thank you. It's a mutual, mutual aberration society. And with that, folks, I think we will polish this one up. And if I have some time, I'm going to draw one last story out of you. But that's going to be off air. That's going to be for you to listen to on the Facebook page. If she has a particular kind of creepy story that's funny that she can share. If it's there, then you will find it right on that series. Possibly she might be episode 15 or 14, somewhere in there. If, if she has one that she can uh, provide. But you won't know that until you go over to the Facebook page. So you make sure that you like, follow, subscribe, so that when these things go up and I have those videos, you can hear it first, just like you do here on YouTube or wherever you happen to be listening to this. So with that, for myself and the master of the hula hoop, Phoebe, the, well, I can't call it the San Francisco tree. <laughs> I see, I see. I was just about to fall you into it. You almost said it, yeah. I, I, almost. <laughs> so let's try that again. For the master of the hula hoop and the Texas street, Phoebe. We're going to say good night and so long, everybody. Good night. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the WPN's Rights and Wrongs of Pro Wrestling. If you have questions or comments, please contact us via our Facebook or our YouTube channel at the Women's Pro Wrestling Network. If you're new to the WPN, feel free to subscribe to our channel and like our page. We appreciate your support. Thank you again for listening.